Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Clear Politics Takeaway for Thursday, September 24th, 2020. I'm Tom Bevan, co-founder and president of Real Clear Politics. And I'm Carl Cannon, Washington Bureau Chief for RCP. Mr. Cannon, how are you this morning? I, I think I'm in a better mood than you, Tom. You, you <laughs> I'm a little salty. I don't know what it is. Um, let's, Carl, let's discuss the uh, Brianna Taylor decision was long awaited. We had the Attorney General of Kentucky, Daniel Cameron, come out yesterday and basically lay out the facts of the case um, and say that uh, the grand jury was impaneled on Monday. On Tuesday, they came down with a decision to charge one of the three officers and not in connection with Breonna Taylor's death, but with uh, wanton uh, endangerment for firing his weapon. Uh, I think 10 times the bullet actually went through the wall and into the neighboring apartment where there was a man, a pregnant woman, and a child. And, and so the charge is uh, wanton uh, endangerment of those people. Um, this obviously was not acceptable to all of the folks who wanted to see Breonna Taylor's family, all of the BLM supporters who wanted to see all three of these officers charged with homicide in this case. Um, and so we had a round of protests last night, Carl, that resulted in the shooting of two police officers in Louisville. We had uh, a protest in Portland where a Molotov cocktail was thrown at police, uh, you know, and on and on it goes. So 40 days after the election, Carl, what do you make of all this and how it plays into the election or, or not? I, you know, Tom, I was thinking about that this morning, too. Uh, you know, we're real clear politics. We see things through that prism. But I think most Americans are not seeing are not seeing this as directly relating to this campaign. I, I you know, you got Joe, Joe Biden running against Donald Trump. There are a lot of issues out there. The president has tried to say, has said many times that this this kind of violence is taking place in Democrat cities run by Democrats. Um, and, you know, we've got to we've got to support the police. We've got to have due process. And but what what these demonstrators are saying really is that the system isn't working. Uh, and and this this feeds into the narrative. I don't think it relates direct. I don't think it's got much to do with this presidential election. Joe Biden was smart. He's, he, he said, I'm not for defunding the police. He said that finally. He, Took a long time to say it, but he said it, he said it unambiguously. But I think most Americans, you know, we've done a we did a poll this week of Catholic voters. Uh, people can see it on our site. Uh, you know, even even Catholic voters are are upset with the anti-religious aspect of some of these protests, the Bible burnings in Portland, some of the vandalism of churches and Catholic saints. But they uh, Catholic voters, even conservative Catholic voters, think social justice is important and racial justice is important and that the country has some, you know, a ways to go. So one of the things, Carl, that we learned yesterday, which I was not aware of, I think, I think it was new news was the fact that, that this search warrant, which apparently was a quote unquote, no knock warrant when it was issued that the police officers decided, um, you know, at the scene to, to announce themselves, they knocked on the door. They said, this is the police. Uh, there was a witness that corroborated those facts or the officer's account, according to uh, Attorney General Daniel Cameron. Uh, they ended up busting down the door and, and Kenny Walker admits that he fired first and struck a police officer and they returned fire. And that's one of the reasons, I think, uh, that, that you know, experts are saying that homicide charges just could not, you know, would not be put forward uh, because of of the self-defense of police officers. Does that change the idea that this was 
whether it was issued as a no-knock warrant that the police identified themselves. Does that change the dynamics of this case in any way, Carl? Well, it doesn't change it for me. Um, look, Tom, the, there, there's two things going on. First is these prosecutors are bringing a case and they have to bring a case in good faith that they think they can win in court. Um, I didn't hear the grand jury testimony. You didn't. But, you know, I don't question what this grand jury did. But I do question what the police did. Uh, I Coming to the people's houses in the middle of the night, knocking. So, so somebody yells, police, you're sound asleep. You know, so what? That, that's a distinction without a difference. They break in a door. That kind of policing, uh, millions of Americans think it has no place in modern America. And I, I think, you know, I don't know that this is a racial issue, but I know we have a policing problem in this country. And if these demonstrate, if Black Lives Matter is what it takes to get this to the fore, I think I think most Americans are wel are welcome welcome this conversation. It seems though, Carl, that we've we've really sort of lost the plot in terms of you know getting to police reform. One of the things that Daniel Cameron said yesterday, he talked about it sort of very honestly about being a black man and understanding the hurt and saying, look, this was a tragedy, and sometimes the laws you know, don't don't necessarily or can't necessarily address tragic circumstances like this. Um, but he talked about doing a, you know, starting up a task force to do some reform of the warrant process, um, which seems like a, a constructive thing to do. Um, but beyond that, Carl, are we are we getting anywhere in terms of police reform? Um, well, Tom, when, I, when we look, have I, incidents like this, but then well, they, they devolve into, you know, Again, two cops shot last night in Louisville. You know, we had violence in various cities around the country. Um, seems to take away from and detract from any sort of message about police reform. Well, I, I agree with that. And and look in Portland. You know, what's Portland got to do with it? They 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 enacted criminal justice reform years ago. They haven't had a shooting like this. That that those are opportunists. You know, who have a different agenda. But if you know the, these people in Louisville marching. What they're Tom, they see they see this film of uh, Philando Castile, who was shot sec in Minnesota seconds after he was pulled over. He was respectful. He told the policeman, "I have a gun." Cop freaked out and shot him. That cop was acquitted at trial. The, what these people are saying, who are marching, and they're they're saying it to the cameras, not the people throwing Molotov cocktails, not the hoodlum shooting police, but the demonstrators are saying, "We're not sure the court system uh, protects us." Even 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 if these cases are on film, we're not sure the system's working anymore. And this Brianna Taylor case shows they may have a point. All right, we'll have to leave it there for today. I'm Tom Bevan, co-founder and president of Real Clear Politics, and I'm Carl Cannon, Washington bureau chief for RCP. And this has been the Real Clear Politics Takeaway for Thursday, September twenty fourth, two thousand twenty.